You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning into the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee. And thanks for being with me today in the news. That's the topic for today. We're going to be talking about different stories that are or stories that's going around in our nations today. A 17 year old girl in Iowa has been arrested after she contacted a parody hitman website with an apparently sincere attempt to have a seven-year-old child assassinated. Local news station KCCI reports that police in Storm Lake, Iowa, were contacted last week by the owner of the Rent a Hitman parody site after they received a request to take out a child that included detailed information on the child's address and appearance. So just in case, you know, there's a mistake, here's where he lives and this is what he looks like, or he or she, because we don't know if it was a him or her. Police proceeded to call up the teen girl who made the request while posing as a prospective assassin. And police subsequently determined She was serious enough about having the seven-year-old killed to warrant taking her into custody. CBS News reports that police subsequently searched the teen girl's phone and deemed her threat to have the child killed as credible. The teenager has since been slapped with a felony charge of solicitation to commit murder, and she should be. Neither the targeted child nor their family were harmed in any way. Now, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. I, like, like what is happening with our kids now? If they're not beating up teachers, trying to murder teachers, now they're hiring hitmen hit men to kill children. Now, I know that this world is not the same world when I was 17 years old. This is a completely different different world. Kids are completely different. But I just got to tell you, when I was 17 years old, I was a senior in high school. What I was thinking about was being popular, who liked me, because, you know, that's what, 17-year-old high school students worry about. Did I have the latest fashions? You know, what what was in? I think like cross colors might have been in uh, when I was 17 or, uh, and, you know, members only, you know. I was, I was concerned with, you know, a, am I fashionable? What, what's for school lunch? And, and, and what, uh, was mama cooking for dinner tonight? Cause you know, 17 year old boys are greedy and graduating high school because I was a senior. 
certainly I was not thinking about hiring hitmen to assassinate seven-year-old children. I don't even think I even knew any 17-year-old children when I was 17 years old. I certainly wasn't so concerned with one to have one killed. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, I, I don't even... And then I wonder, like, what did the child do? Like, what could a seven-year-old child do to a 17-year-old? You are one year from being grown in the eyes of the law. Now, we know a lot of 18-year-old people aren't really grown because, you know, a lot of them are still in their parents' house. And, you know, when you're 18, you're really still a child at 18. But, but in the eyes of the law, you are an adult at 18. What are you doing? Why are you with seven? Like, like what? Why are you even concerned with a seven-year-old? What a seven-year-old is doing and saying this whole thing is just weird, just weird to me. I just, I can't even believe that she hired a hit. She tried to hire a hit man for a seven-year-old child. <laughs> Crazy to me. Apparently, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith is nearing a decision whether or not to indict Donald Trump for unlawful retention of classified documents. So we all know this story. After Trump left the White House, his lawyers were notified by the National Archives that they were missing some two dozen boxes of records that had not been turned over to them. So somebody from Trump's team says, oh, well, we found some more. And then 15 boxes were then later sent, you know, some more, 15 boxes. You know, that's, that's a little bit more than some more. Then the National Archives says, uh, that's not all the documents, and tells Congress that Trump has taken classified information to his Florida home after leaving the White House. As y'all know, the FBI then raids Mar-a-Lago and finds 13 more boxes labeled top secret and secret. Then Jack Smith is appointed as a special master to oversee the investigation. Okay, now we all know that, you know, Biden had some when he was vice president, very little, but he came forward. With his, they found some uh, documents at uh, Pence's. Um, I don't know if it was at Pence's home. I don't remember if it was his home or his office. But he turned them over, and and that was it. That was it. But you know, Donald Trump kept kept saying, "Oh no, yeah, that, that's all. That's all." And then you know, come to find out, it wasn't all. We learned uh, that not too long ago. Trump's attorneys met with DOJ to plead with them not to indict Trump. So lock up Hillary for reading emails, but don't lock Trump up for committing crimes. Mm -mm. Lock everybody up. Lock Obama up. Lock Hillary up. Lock President Biden up. And Lord knows, don't forget Hunter Biden. 
I don't understand what these Republicans, they have a Jones for Hunter Biden. It's incredible. I want you to listen to this uh, video of former FBI assistant director Frank Figliuzzi. He was on the Joy Reid show talking about how Trump supporters are trying to discredit the FBI because they because they they know I mean, they 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 think and, you know, it's it's probably likely that Trump will be indicted uh, very soon. So in this video, they're talking about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was on the Twitters uh, on far right wing Twitter this weekend, tweeting a whole thread accusing, she said, this group, I, I want an investigation to who these people are. And they are the Patriot Front. That this, this group, like the Patriot Front group that marches in D.C., looks like a Fed operation trying to create racism, white supremacy, and racial division where none exists. Take your mask off, you cowards. And she goes through and tries to sort of reinforce her point that she's claiming that the Patriot Front and other white supremacist groups who are, are, are exactly what we see uh, when we see them marching around, that they are Feds. We've already seen FBI and other law enforcement targeted by MAGA people. If she somehow convinces people that the feds, the same people indicting Trump, are also fake uh, white supremacists, then how dangerous is that? Indeed, my most recent column that I wrote for MSNBC Daily addresses this very topic, which is the false flag, the constant claims now in unison, like it's a strategy that any hate-based crime, any hate-based group is somehow staged or comp comprised of federal agents. There's a strategy here, Joy, and it, it's going to allow them, if and when Trump is indicted, to say, look, we told you the federal government makes stuff up and they've made up these charges against our guy, Trump. So, don't believe a word. And again, the concern, as you said, we've already had a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, who tried to shoot up the reception area of the FBI field office there, who ended up dead uh, in a cornfield in Ohio. That, that's the concern. And don't forget, the focus will be on the FBI. It will be an FBI agent, if Trump's indicted, who tells the former president, right. I have a warrant for your arrest. It will be an FBI agent who reads him his Miranda rights. That's going to be the focus of their ire, and it's a concern. So what they're basically trying to say is they've been trying to discredit the FBI uh, for a long time now to get people to uh, not believe, you know, that, that, that the FBI is somehow targeting uh, Donald Trump and that, you know, they, they're out to get him. I, I was listening to, and I can't remember what, congressperson it was I don't even remember but uh how I think it might have been Josh Harley I don't know anyway was trying to say that Merrick Garland is just mad because he didn't get on the Supreme Court and that that's why he is allowing uh this investigation against Trump because he's mad and he's just out to get Trump well first of all Trump wasn't even president when uh, Obama, Obama was the one who uh, nominated Merrick Garland for the Supreme Court and uh, the Republican uh, Senate uh, would not allow it. Uh, so that that doesn't even make sense. And, and, and now we hear of this mysterious flood that has taken place at Mar-a-Lago.
uh, and supposed to be in some type of file room or something like that. Now, they don't know if any uh, important documents were said to have been destroyed, but it just looks suspicious. People, Trump is not above the law. He is not God. There is only one God, and Trump ain't him. Contrary to what some people might think, because, you know, you've seen, we've all seen these crazy, like, have you seen these paintings and these drawings of, like, Trump with a halo? And, you know, I saw one that was like Trump. I think he had his shirt off and he had wings, like angels' wings, and he was glowing. That's some freaky stuff. That's some freaky stuff. Um, And if this was anyone else, all of the people against him being indicted would be saying indict anyone else. If this was Obama, if this was Hillary, if this was Biden, especially Biden, they would, if, if any other president had done the things that Trump has done, the Republicans would be saying indict. Now, and, and, and listen, I would be saying this if it was Biden or Obama, both of which I voted for and supported. Um, it would hurt my heart. Lord knows it would hurt my heart. But justice must prevail. And if Obama or or Biden had done this, then there needs to be an investigation into it. Have you heard, um, have you seen, there's this guy that he goes to uh, Trump rallies and he uh, interviews like the Trump supporters. Um, he's actually making fun of them. And I don't, um, I don't think they know that he's, <laughs> that he's made, they, they may know now, but he, he's basically making fun of them and showing, you know, how some of them, you know, how some of them think. And he's, he's talking to this guy and the guy says, well, yeah, you know, you know, Obama was responsible for, for nine 11. Uh, he wasn't even in the White House, uh, probably golfing on 9-11. And the guy looks and he says, well, why do you think Obama wasn't in the White House on 9-11? And the guy says, I don't know. We've been trying to figure that out. 9-11 happened in 2001. Obama was not president in 2001. Bush was. So the guy is looking at, you know, he's looking at the camera like, you've got to be kidding me that this guy doesn't even know you're blaming Obama for something that uh, he wasn't even president uh, at the time. So, you know, we, we're going to be watching this, this, this very closely. Um, and, 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 you know, I've said this on this show uh, so, so many times before. This is not funny. You know, I, I see a lot of people kind of making jokes about it on social media. Um, and it, but if you really think about it, it's not funny that a president of the United States is being indicted and, 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 and well, it, it could be indicted and, and go to jail. It's not funny. It's actually a shame. 
And and we as the United States, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, this beacon on a hill and and other countries are looking at us and 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 look at what they're getting. Look at what they're seeing. This is not a laughing matter. This is a serious matter. That's all I'm saying. The New York Post is reporting that Chris liked is stepping down as CEO of CNN. The announcement was made Wednesday morning after a scathing magazine profile alienated staffers and key senior figures at the network who called for his head. Warner Brothers Discovery, CNN's corporate parent, announced Like's resignation effective immediately. His departure comes a little more than a year after he took over for Jeff Zucker, who was forced to quit after revelations of a relationship with the subordinate. Light accused Zucker of undermining his leadership by planting negative stories about the news operation. Now, CNN has lost a lot of viewers. Uh, One, they fired Don Lemon. They first fired, um, what's my boy? And I knew I was going to forget his name. He's on News Nation now. I can't even think. Cuomo. Uh, They first fired Cuomo and then they fired Don Lemon. Um, But they really started losing uh, viewers when they aired Trump's town hall. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, because it's Trump, you know, or, oh, because it's it's a Republican. No, because Nikki Haley has since done a town hall. Uh, Mike Pence has since done a town hall and they haven't gotten any backlash from that. But the Trump thing is is particularly special because, as we all knew. He went on and told a lot of lies. He went on and told and said a lot of things that were not true. And that is what people are upset about. How do you give someone that kind of platform when you know they're going to do nothing but spread more lies? That's the problem. So CNN, they've lost a lot of, um, a lot of people are saying that that is why uh, they that uh, liked this is stepping down or, you know, some people saying he's stepping down. Some people said he was fired, but um, it's more than likely because of the viewership. I, I heard that CNN has lost a lot of viewers uh, since then. Moms for Liberty, the far right parental group known for protesting at school board meetings has been identified by the Southern Poverty Law Center as a hate group for the first time ever. Moms for Liberty, which recently said it knows liberal groups are spying on its activities because it's doing the same thing to them, is among 12 parental groups added to the SPLC's list of hate groups, according to USA Today. The Southern Poverty Law Center is for the first time labeling Florida headquartered Moms for Liberty and 11 other right-wing parents' rights groups as extremist groups in its annual report. 
Moms for Liberty and the other organizations are being designated as anti-government extremist groups based on long-standing criteria, explained SPLC Intelligent Project Director Susan Cork. Cork said the grassroots conservative group conservative group are a part of a new front in the battle against inclusivity in schools, though they are drawing from ideas rooted in old age white supremacy. That's crazy. According to the report, Cork noted, the movement is primarily aimed at not wanting to include our hard history topics of racism, and a very strong push against teaching anything having to do with LGBTQ topics in school. We saw this as a very deliberate strategy to go to the local level. Now, you know, how I feel about teaching LGBTQ stuff, I I don't think it should be in elementary school either. Um, You know, I really don't think it should be in elementary school. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I guess the, the, the question is, is teaching about it the same thing as indoctrinating? You know, if you, if you, if you, you know, let kids know, Hey, there are people in the world who are same loving people, you know, is that indoctrinating them? You know, and I think that that's the, you know, that's the, that's the struggle there. I don't think it necessarily is, but you know, some people might, you know, some people might think so, but look, gay people are here. You know, gay people have been here for a millennia. Gay people have been, you know, back in, you know, back in the Bible days. And, you know, and, 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 and like I say all the time, you don't have to agree with people's lifestyles. You can have your own moral or, or religious view about something, you know, but people are going to be people. People are going to live the life that they want to live and you can't stop people and you can, you know, so that's why they're raising laws. Um, I, I think uh, um, not the Supreme Court, but a Supreme Court of um, of some state, and I don't remember that, it just, it just came to my mind to do, you know, and I didn't do any research on it, had banned, had struck down a law that, that banned drag shows, that banned public, like who is going to court trying to stop drag shows? Don't go. If you don't want to see a drag show, don't go. I mean, who is taking that much time and spending that much money trying to stop drag show? I don't go to drag shows, but there are some people who like them. Although I don't know why, but there are some people who who do like drag shows. And so, you know, it, it's, it's just weird to me. I just think that people are spending too much time. You, you know, on stuff, going into Targets and, and Walmarts and tearing down pride uh, displays. And, and it's just, it's too much effort. It's too much effort in, in, into that. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Anyway, 
Chairman of the U.S. Senate Finance Committee, Ron Wyden, announced that he just began productive discussions with his colleagues to slap Republican mega-donor Harlan Crow with a subpoena to testify over his decades of extravagant illegal gifts to Clarence Thomas. Now, we just found out a couple of months ago that Justice Thomas had been receiving, you know, extravagant trips um, on, you know, on Crow's private planes and on on Crow's private yachts, uh, going on extravagant vacations. And apparently this is all being um, financed by Harlan Crow. Now, the problem with this is that Thomas was supposed to disclose this stuff and he never did. And it just, it just looks messy. And and what people are saying is that these gifts could have been for favors. I will do all of this for you and your wife. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. If you vote my way, you know, on the court, you know, against, you know, whatever these conservative, you know, issues are. We just saw um, abortion, you know, um, Roe versus Wade overturned, you know, that could have been and that's and, and abortion is a key Republican topic. And so who knows if 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 Harlan, if, if Harlan Crow is is, you know, providing Clarence Thomas with all of this stuff so that he can vote the way he wants them to. Um, Clarence Thomas made a statement saying that he was told that he didn't have to report it. Now, I'd like to know who told him that. Who told you that you weren't supposed to report all of these extravagant gifts? Whether anything comes out of this, only God knows. But I do think that uh, it needs to be investigated. Absolutely, it does. And speaking of the Supreme Court, I read somewhere the other day that they will be ruling on affirmative action sometime this year. So they heard arguments last year about using race as a factor in college admissions. So someone sued the University of North Carolina and Harvard uh, because they didn't get in. And apparently these schools leave some spots open for minority students. It is said that because the court is, has a Republican majority, they're saying that, um, you know, it's probably going to get struck down. And Clarence Thomas has been talking about striking down affirmative action for years now, because I remember him talking about that because, you know, He's the he got on the highest court in the land, you know, because he's the smartest person. And he was the only black justice until Katanji Brown Jackson. And before him was Thurgood Marshall. Then, of course, you know, there's Sotomayor, who is the first and only Latina on the court. So if that's not a case for affirmative action. I don't know what is. I believe that Clarence Thomas got on the court. I believe that Thurgood Marshall, and I'm not saying that they're not good lawyers, but I think that they got on the court because of affirmative action. And now you want to see it, you know, you want to see it go down. Now, listen, I, I'm not sure if I agree. Say, for instance, let's take Harvard. So say Harvard says, 
we have a 3.5 minimum grade point average that, uh, you know, people have to have. And then there's a there's a white student with a 3.5 grade point average. And then there's a minority student with a 3.0 grade point average. I'm not necessarily sure I I agree with giving it to the minority student who doesn't even meet the criteria. You know, I'm I'm not sure about that. But what's going to start happening and anybody with any kind of foresight or any t- any kind of knowledge knows that what you're going to if affirmative action is 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 destroyed What's going to start happening is that even minorities who are just as good are going to start being cast aside. What you're going to start seeing is that, okay, I got a black, I got a minority with a 3.5, I got a white person with a 3.5, and you're going to start seeing the white person be, you know, uh, be chosen. And I, and I think that I think that a lot of minorities, I think it's going to happen in 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 uh, the workplace. I think you're going to start seeing racism in in the workplace. And because if if anyone thinks that racism is is over, doesn't exist in this country, you're crazy. You are crazy. There are still racist people. We see it every day in this country. And if affirmative action is struck down, people who are minorities who are just as good, you're going to start you're going to start seeing all white companies. You're going to start seeing um, you know, colleges are going to become less and less diverse, not because minority students aren't as good, but because of racism. If if I'm a racist and I'm determining what students uh, are is going to come to my school if I see a black applicant or a Latino applicant with a 3.5 and I see a white applicant with a 3.5 I'm going to choose the white applicant if I'm a racist now I do know that I, I, I'm not saying that everybody is a racist and I'm not saying that everybody will deal with that based on racism but I think you are going to start seeing um a lot of 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 racist um you know uh, a a lot of uh racism um you know in in the workplace and 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 on college campuses um i hope that you know they just don't strike it down i hope that you know i don't know i don't know but we will definitely uh be watching that case because i would be you know as a minority i would be very very interested in seeing, you know, how, you know, how all of that turns out if affirmative action is struck down and maybe it's going to be just struck down in, you know, when it comes to college admission, you know, maybe, or, and, and, and maybe it's going to stay, you know, um, in, 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 in other situations. So uh, we'll be watching that. And that is my show i'm so glad we had this time together see you next time bye for now